Well, a lot has happened in the past 24 hours. A lot has happened since we recorded our Hogbeat Hour. Um, so we decided to have an emergency podcast, whatever you want to call it, quick reaction. Um, so I've got Andrew Hutchinson along with me. I'm Mason Choate. We're the Hogbeat crew. No Alex Trader. But Hutch, let's, let's start with the positive because there's a lot that's happened, a lot of rumors, a lot of bad that's happened, at least for Arkansas. Um, but let's start with the positive. Just a few minutes ago, we learned that Bumper Pool will be returning for his fifth year with Arkansas. So just quick reaction from you. What are, what are your general takeaways from that? I know you wrote a story about it. Um, just tell us what you think. To say this is massive news for Arkansas would be the understatement of the year uh, because the bumper pool uh, is a massive part of Arkansas's defense. And as we've seen in the last, I don't know, 24, 48 hours, uh, lots of people have left and you're already losing Grant Morgan. You're already losing Hayden Henry. Those two guys are super seniors already. Uh, you need linebackers and <laughs> bumper pool gives you that uh, he was phenomenal this season even though he only started one game he led the team in tackles with 125 uh, now that he's coming back he's probably going to have an excellent chance to break Tony Bua's career tackles record at Arkansas uh, obviously that comes with the caveat of you know he got five years to do it uh, but just massive massive news for Arkansas uh, they needed some good news just for the morale of the fan base I think but also for the success of next year's team I, I would not have wanted to been Barry Odom if, if Bumper Pool did not return because then you're looking at, you know, maybe Andrew Parker, you know, assuming he sticks around. Uh, then you've got Jackson Woodard, a, a walk-on, who granted has shown some potential. Chris Paul, who they really like, was a true freshman this year. But those guys haven't played very much. Bumper Pool has, and, and he could be kind of the centerpiece, the leader of your defense that Grant Morgan was for this year's unit. Yeah, so <clears throat> unlike this past season, it's not going to be Hayden Henry, Grant Morgan, Bumper Pool. It's going to be Bumper Pool, and then we'll just see. We'll plug in pieces. I mean, there's been rumors. I, I feel like there's been rumors of nearly every player on the roster transferring because we've heard rumors that K.J. Jefferson is going to transfer at this point. Um, but it, having Bumper Pool back is a big deal. It's awesome that he's probably going to break the tackle record, but – this is a guy that you have to think, I mean, he's probably going to be a captain next year. Um, and then, you know, last night, late last night, after all the drama had kind of settled down, but people were still worked up. Jalen Catalan went on Instagram live and he said, he basically calmed people down. Cause you know, people had talked about Catalan maybe transferring. And he's like, I'm not going anywhere. Miles Slusher isn't going anywhere. Barry Odom isn't going anywhere. And now bumper pool isn't going anywhere. So that's the positive, Hutch. Just as far as what Catalan said last night, I don't know if you hopped on that Instagram live, but to have him, uh, you know, do something like that and show his leadership, not just with the team, but like as a representative of the university in the state of Arkansas. And then now you have Bumper Pool come back. And let me see if I can pull up this quote. He said, I feel a certain responsibility to the state of Arkansas the university and my teammates to continue the tradition standard and legacy that has been set by our football program. So that, I feel like that's a big deal to say that he feels a responsibility. And, and I feel like Catalan does too, at this point, especially with all these other guys who have left and, you know, all these rumors, Sam Carter, whatever, that's a big deal, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, look at the, uh, if you go back and read back during the, the bye week, I, I did a prediction for all nine seniors. And, and one reason I predicted bumper pool to come back 
is because he is Arkansas through and through. Yes, he went to Lovejoy High School in the Dallas area. He's from Texas, but the guy grew up a Razorback fan. I'm pretty sure I've seen pictures of him like as a, a toddler in Razorback gear. So uh, he, he is a true Razorback, as they say, and for him to feel that responsibility like that, it, to me, it reminded me a lot of what you know Grant Morgan and, and, and Hayden Henry did last year two guys that you know could have easily moved on, began their life after football, given an NFL a shot, uh, but came back because they loved the Hogs. I mean, Hayden's, his dad and older brother played for the Hogs. His younger brother still plays for the Hogs. You know, Grant, his older brother, played for the Hogs. And, and now Bumper, I uh, know, I think his dad went to Arkansas at least, maybe both of his parents, I'm not sure. But uh, for him to feel that responsibility is huge. And then to have you know Jalen Catalan seemingly take on that, that – role as a leader is huge for Arkansas as well I mean he was a team captain this year so that tells you he's a leader Uh, but then to have him go on Instagram live I think was very very big I know I actually reached out to the U of A to see if Sam Pittman was going to do an end of the season press conference because boy there was a lot of stuff to ask him uh, and was told he's probably not going to talk to the media until February and that's that's about a month away and that's a lot of time for Arkansas fans to just completely lose their minds. And, and you, you, yes, Arkansas fans can kind of be crazy sometimes, but you also can't blame them. They've seen so much crazy stuff happen through the years. I mean, the best coach they've had in the last, you know, two and a half decades ran his motorcycle off the road into a ditch and then ended up getting fired because of all that stuff that happened. I mean, the, 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 Crazy stuff happens to Arkansas, so it's nice to have a guy go out in public like like Jalen Catalan did on Instagram Live and kind of settle the fan base down and say, guys, it's going to be okay. Uh, that, that was definitely needed for the Arkansas fan base. And I feel like things have somewhat calmed down, you know, as of, you know, 1.39 p.m. on Friday afternoon. Well, if we're going to talk about calming the fan base down, we do have to talk about why they were all worked up. And I think it kind of began yesterday at about noon, I think, and Greg Brooks hit the transfer portal, um, something that we had heard might happen, especially after Joe Fouché decided to transfer as well. And that those are two defensive backs who were starters this year. Fouché was a captain. And so it was a little puzzling. Um, and then last night, I mean, Hutch, I think you were sitting down at dinner with your family and Malik Hornsby decides to send a tweet saying he's going to put his name in the transfer portal on Friday morning. And I, I feel like it was maybe like 60, 40, 60% of people thought it was a joke. And I mean, we were texting each other and it's like, well, if that's a joke, that's pretty messed up, especially for like people in our line of work. But um it turns out it wasn't a joke. He was for real. Malik Hornsby decides that he's going to transfer. Another rumor we had heard, um, and now that comes true. Greg Brooks comes true. Um, so just talk about those. I mean, of course, the fan base was going to get worked up. You're now left in a kind of bad spot at quarterback and at defensive back. So um, give your reaction to those two announcing that they're going to hit the portal. Yeah, let's start with the defensive backs first. Uh, I think Joe Fouché, that news kind of started this avalanche. Um, Most people were surprised by that. I was surprised by it, even though I had been tipped off about it back in early December by someone who I should have trusted from the beginning, uh, connected to to those guys. And uh, he said that that was going to possibly happen. And 
my thing was like, well, Joe Fouché is a team captain. Why, why would he transfer? I mean, he's playing a ton. He played a ton of snaps. I think he was like first or second on a team in terms of defensive snaps. Uh, so it's not like he's going somewhere else to you know get playing time. Uh, it's not like he's wanting to go somewhere else to win because they just won nine games here at Arkansas and he was part of that turnaround. Uh, so who knows what it was. And then of course, at, at, when that happened, I said, okay, it's probably just a matter of time for Greg Brooks to enter the portal. And, and sure enough, it happened yesterday. Uh, to lose him is significant. He was the starting nickel. He started over 30 games for Arkansas. Uh, but he was a little less surprising for me when I first initially heard his name, uh, just because he was a, he's an upperclassman, he's a junior, and he was getting replaced at times during the season by a true freshman, Jaden Johnson. Uh, there was actually, I think, three straight games where Greg Brooks came off the bench. Uh, he did play a lot in those games, but he wasn't getting you know, the same kind of playing time he was beforehand. And so uh, maybe that rubbed him the wrong way. Uh, that kind of made me think, you know, he, he could be a guy that enters the portal. Uh, it is still a significant loss, even though he didn't necessarily play super well and he didn't grade great on pro football focus. You know, there were times where he got beaten coverage times where he didn't necessarily make, uh, you know, sound tackles, things like that. He's still a super experienced guy with a ton of playing time under his belt. You hate to lose guys like that. Uh, you know, even if he doesn't start all next year, I mean, it's, it's huge to have that depth. And we saw it on the offensive line this year with Ty Clary. When he came back, and I was like, well, why do you want him coming back? Well, you know, he was your, your backup when Ricky Stromberg got hurt, when uh, Dalton Wagner got hurt. He was a guy that filled in, and that's much better than having somebody who's never played before being that guy. So really significant losses. You know, obviously there was rumors. You know, you mentioned Miles Slusher. There was that rumor. It now appears that he's staying, which makes sense. I know when we were, we were talking about it, it, it just didn't make sense why he would want to leave. And so to, to have him still on board is huge. Because then you still got Jalen Catalan coming back. You got Miles Slusher. You still got uh, the other guys that played safety. You know, Simeon Blair, uh, Malik Chavis. You'll know, say what you want about those guys. Those guys have experience. Plus, you're adding you know recruits, and you know, assuming Miles Rouser ends up signing, which as of right now, signs still point toward him signing. Uh, you should be okay and be able to live with uh, you know losing Joe Fouché and, and Greg Brooks. But again, it's not ideal to lose those. Uh, switching gears to, to Malik Hornsby. Yeah, that one, I'm curious how this one played out because Sam Pittman just last month, a couple of weeks ago, told the media like, yeah, we didn't sign a quarterback in the 2022 class because we feel good about our depth. Obviously, they had no idea of no, no way of knowing that Cade Renfro was going to tear his ACL in bowl practices, which obviously hurts your depth uh, and made Sam Pittman admit that they might possibly look at adding a transfer quarterback just for depth purposes. Uh, but to lose Malik Hornsby to the portal, which is something that either Sam Pittman, you know, thought that they weren't going to, maybe Malik changed his mind. You know, again, that's something I really want to ask Sam Pittman about because that is a significant blow. You're basically left with KJ Jefferson, who's the unquestioned starter and Lucas Coley. That's it. Uh, there's right now, there's no even other walk-ons on the roster that are healthy because Cade Renfro, you feel like even if it's, if he's recovered in nine months, that puts you back, you know, after the first, you know, two or three games of the, the season. So that is a definite spot that they're going to have to figure out and address. They're going to have to land somebody, I think, or bring in a, a high quality walk-on or something to help the depth of that room, because you, you got to have somebody run scout team. 
I mean, you got to have other quarterbacks on the roster, you know, especially with KJ being the, the guy he is and, and he's a runner. He can get hurt. We saw him get banged up a few times this year, which is why it was important to have a guy like Malik Hornsby. Uh, so it, it's, it's a scary situation at that quarterback spot, you know, beyond KJ Jefferson being, you know, one of the better returning quarterbacks in the SEC. One name I don't I don't know about this one, but Landon Rogers he did move to tight end. Do you think that he he now might move back to quarterback, or what do you think about that? He might be forced to. Uh, I know he was at, uh, Sam Pittman was asked about that uh, in one of the press conferences leading up to the bowl games, and he said that he really would like to keep Landon at tight end because they like what he brings to the table at that position. I mean, he got to dress out for the bowl games. So that kind of tells you that they they do like what they've seen from him at that position. But they said, you know, if, if he's not going to be, you know, the top top two or three quarterbacks, then they would rather just keep him at tight end. Well, guess what? Now, by default, he may be number three. Uh, so that that may be something they have to do, uh, especially if they can't find somebody in the portal. And, of course, I know I saw some some people on our message boards throwing around some names, like the, the kid from Clemson that was transferring, former four-star recruit. There's a guy that's transferring from the FCS ranks that, you know, put up huge numbers those are all guys that are going to go somewhere where they can start or have a chance to start. They're not going to be able to get anyone like that because everyone knows KJ is a starter. There, there's no debating that. You're going to have to find somebody who is willing to, you know, either somebody that's really young and is like, okay, I'm willing to wait a year or two or somebody who's like, Hey, I know that I'm not going to play football at the next level. I want to go somewhere where I can learn behind Sam Pittman or whoever Kendall Bryles and like get a jump start on being a coach. Like I know that happened at South Carolina uh, this year where they had the, the guy that was originally a GA ended up having to suit up at quarterback this year uh, just because, you know, they had some depth issues. I could see something like that happening in Arkansas, but who that is, uh, your guess is as good as mine at this point. Well, before we wrap up and we just kind of get rid of this, I want to ask you, do you think the dust has settled with all the rumors, all the, all the overreaction, everything that was going on at least Thursday night? Um, I know that, you know, people are still going to be spreading whatever, but do you think that the dust is settled? There's going to be no more. Well, Barry Odom's leaving. Kendall Browse is leaving. I, I feel like this, this good news from Catalan and from bumper pool can lead to uh, people calming down a little bit. I sure hope so. Uh <laughs> It, it was a very stressful day trying to track down all those rumors. And, and even before Catalan went on the, the Instagram live, uh, I was able to hear from somebody that, that they don't believe Barry Odom is leaving. And so I was a little less concerned about that. Um, so hopefully this kind of does th die things down. Um, but then again, this is football in the SEC. There's always going to be crazy rumors. We're probably going to still see some transfers. Uh, you know, some some lesser known players, kind of like, you know, Jalen Williams, the, the Juco defensive tackle that, that entered the transfer portal Friday uh, morning, probably going to be some more guys like that that don't really play much. Uh, but if that's all it is, then you're going to be OK. As long as you don't lose any more Joe Fouché, Greg Brooks types, then I think you're OK. But uh, I, I would not be surprised if we get more rumors. I mean, there's still, you know, a month or two we got until spring ball and uh once spring ball hits there's gonna be a whole new wave of rumors so it's never ends uh whenever you're talking sec football well that's gonna wrap it up for our quick reaction if you want anything else uh about razorback football you can go to hogbeat.com 
Um, the trough is an amazing message board. That's where we get a lot of our rumors from. Um, some of them are very far-fetched. Some of them are realistic, but uh, it, a lot of great content from Hutch, from myself and Alex Trader over at hogbeat.com. Um, Bumper Pool is now trending on Twitter um, and NCAA football. So uh, good for Bumper Pool, good for the Hogs, and hopefully, like we just said, that the dust does settle. But um, go, go to hogbeat.com. Get a membership, and uh, we'll hopefully we'll do some more of these. Hutch, if uh, if things keep keep going crazy like this, maybe with basketball season going, baseball season coming up. Um, but thank you, Hutch. Thank you for listening, and have a good day.